culture, you know what I'm saying? Welcome back for the Culture Podcast, episode 134. I'm going to let Chris Brown, Usher, and Rick Ross talk to y'all, and I'll be back in a couple of minutes.
Welcome back. Welcome back. This is for the Culture Podcast, episode 134. And these are your anniversaries. Chris Brown turned 34 on the 5th. Sierra released her album Fantasy Ride on the 5th in 2009. Meek Mill turned 36 years old on the 6th. And also Willie Mays, baseball icon, turned 92 on the 6th. So shout out to him. LMA released her second album, Heart on My Sleeve, on the 6th last year in 2022. Rico Nasty turned 26 on the 7th. And P Love turned 32 on the 7th. Shout out to the Bay Area legend. Kendrick Lamar releases classic single the heart part five the fifth installment of his classic series on the eighth last year in 2022 and kaylani released it was good until it wasn't her album on the eighth in 2020 and today rosario dawson turned 44 so those are your anniversaries a pretty short week nothing major as far as you know recurring things but i do have some quick news for y'all this week i spice her single in her mood is now certified gold by the raa so shout out to you Missy Elliott and Shaka Khan are to be inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Missy Elliott being the first hip-hop artist that is female to be included. And Shaka Khan, I thought was already in there, but shout out to you. Should have been in there a little while ago, but, you know, shout out to the two black queens being inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. Um, In bad news, I guess, because it's like they're not necessarily as important as they used to be, but I can read this to you. MTV News is shutting down after 36 years. And this is directly from Genius, quote, after 36 years, MTV News is shutting down due to Paramount cutting 25 percent of its U.S. workforce. Chris McCarthy, president and CEO of Showtime MTV Entertainment Studios and Paramount Media Networks, announced the news earlier today in a memo to their staff. So this happened today. This is May 9th. Um, MTV definitely became a staple in its prime. I know that they were one of those networks that were racist to start and once Michael Jackson broke the color barrier and they eventually had enough backlash to get their shit together they did become a very integral part of the culture and in its prime was you know one of the best channels out and what we see today with news networks and things like that as far as playing music videos and things of that nature MTV is what pioneered that so I want to shout out to MTV for what it's done and I want to send prayers to anyone who lost their jobs due to this because uh 25% of the U.S. workforce sounds like a lot of people. I'm not sure if that's directly related or indirectly related to the writer's strike because I do know the writer's strike is costing people a lot of money as far as these networks go, Paramount being one of them. So, you know, sticking with these writers, they only want 3%. They deserve to know how much um, money that these streaming services with their viewership and streaming numbers, how much money that that produces, and they should be getting a cut of that as well. So, Sticking with these writers and we're going to see how long the strike has to go for these people to pay them what they're worth because 3% isn't even a lot. They should be getting more than that. But the fact that they're only asking for 3% and haven't got it yet says a lot about how greedy these networks are. So, you know, if actors have to go on strike to go with them, we're going to see what happens. We're going to see what happens. In other news, we have a lot of music coming out on Friday. Keanu Day is dropping a new single called Deeper on Friday. May 12th, Kiki Palmer has a new album called Big Boss coming out. And Daft Punk has their 10th anniversary edition of Random Access Memories coming out on Friday as well, which will have up to 35 minutes of unreleased music, demos, and outtakes. I feel old, but I remember when that shit came out. It was 2013. 2013 being 10 years ago is still a lot to wrap my head around, but it was 10 years ago, and we're getting a lot of 10th anniversary editions of uh, classic albums that came out when I was in high school. So, yeah. Um... 
In other positive music-related news, I want to give a shout-out to Tidal for their new program, Tidal Rising. I'm going to read directly from their Instagram now. Quote, Tidal is more than a streaming platform. Founded by artists for artists, we will always be artists first. For almost a decade, we've built a community of music lovers, people like us who hear the heart behind the beat. We've given everything for the love of music, but we know we can still be more for rising artists. It's time for a new Tidal Rising, an artist program that levels the playing field, direct funding, educational support, mentorship, whatever it takes. For artists to focus on the music and connect with fans. Also, they said industry connections, too. So we're going to see how that goes. Um, this is the beginning of a new era. Let's get to work. I did see the title posted a new artist. I don't, I don't remember what her name was. I put it on my story. But um, they posted new artists doing a little interview talking about what music meant to them and things like that. So hopefully these new artists get the exposure they deserve. These industry connections isn't just talking on social media. They actually do get connections. They get to speak with people who are legends in the game, learn from them, and just grow. You know, I love to see new artists grow and become superstars or just become staples, whether that be behind the scenes or in front of the cameras. Like, you know, the culture needs people on all aspects of it. So make sure that these people who are supremely talented, because there's a lot of people who are very talented behind the scenes or unknown, get the, you know, get what they deserve. So, yeah. Um, In other quick news, I have stuff coming out this weekend. The Island Vibes playlist will be releasing this weekend. And on top of that, I have a new show. I did mention it last episode, but I didn't name it. The title of it is Culture Conversations. I have one episode out now. I talked to Joshua Flores, who is a short film director. And he's from the Bay Area. He went to Sacramento State. You know, go go ahead and listen to that. So a half-hour interview with him. Great conversation. Every episode will be just a one-on-one exclusive conversation. It's not going to be music. It's just going to be the intro and then a full-blown conversation. So I hope you guys enjoy the new content. You go to my bio at ML3ForTheCulture on Instagram, and you will find it. I have it on two platforms right now, and it'll continue to grow and end up on all the platforms that this podcast is on. It won't be a weekly thing, but it will be a lot of episodes as I continue to interview people. So be on the lookout for that. Now, I will be right back in a few minutes or in a couple of minutes because I want you guys to enjoy Ice Spice's record to celebrate it going gold. So I'll be right back. Stop playing with them, Ryan. Like damn, she and her move. 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 She lit, get money too. Like damn, she and her move. The mirror, I'm doing my dance. Ain't packing out nobody's pants. He a rapper, but don't got a chance. Sucking my waist, so I'm loving my bands. Like a million views in a day. There's so many ways to get paid. I try dipping, he begged me to stay. Babe, I'm not staying, I just wanna play. In the party, he just wanna rum. Big boobs in the bus, they plump. She a baddie, she knows she a 10. She a baddie with her baddie friend. They like, I tell you, always stay hot. Oh, they mad cause I keep making bops. Oh, she mad cause I'm taking her spot. If I was bitches, I'd hate me a lot. Like, damn, she in her mood. 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 She lit, get money too. Like, damn, she in her mood. No friends, I don't fuck with the fake. Saying they love me, but one in my place. Step in the party, I'm looking the baddest. So the paparazzi in my face. Pretty bitch, but I came from the gutter. Said I'd be lit by the end of the summer. And I'm proud that I'm still getting bigger. Going viral is getting them sicker. 
Like what? Let's keep it a buck. Bitch too boring, got him stuck in a rut. Lamborghini wrong when I hop at the truck. Pretty bitch like Lauren with a big ass butt. Yup. Pretty face and a waist all gone. And I'm making them wait, hold on. And I'm making them wait, hold on. Wait, hold on. Like damn, she and her move. 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 She lit, get money too. Like damn, she and her move. 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 She lit, get money too. Like damn, she and her move. Damn. Yeah, that's the princess of rap, so you know what I'm saying? I'm going to have to play the record. It is what it is. If you don't like it, I don't know what to tell you. But back to the news. Um, one quick thing I did want to say. This happened this morning. Tory Lanez was denied a new trial, and he was going to appeal in the future after he sentenced. There's no sentence date, but, um, yeah, appeal is going to take possibly years because after you get denied a new trial and things like that, it's going to take a long time for this to process, so... We'll see where that goes. We'll see what happens with this sentencing. Um, I'll be back to update you when that happens, but there's no date set as of the news that I got today. And also that comes out today, um, everyone knows The Weeknd's working on new music, and he sat down with W Magazine, and I'm going to get some quotes from this article that came out this morning with Gil Kaufman. And the first one, I'll still make music, maybe as able, maybe as The Weeknd. Um, this is him talking after he said he wants to close the weekend chapter. But I still want to kill the weekend, and I will, eventually. I'm definitely trying to shed that skin and be reborn. Later in the interview, he says, The album I'm working on now is probably my last hurrahs the weekend. This is something I have to do. As the weekend, I've said everything I can say. Um, This doesn't sound like retirement. This sounds like he wants to, you know, put out music under his actual name, Abel. But 13 years in, it's like, wow, how is this going to work? You know what I mean? I mean, Prince did it. He changed his name to nothing. And then he continued. Then he switched back. So we're going to see how it goes. Um, I think that if anyone was going to do something like this, The Weeknd is a big enough artist to pull it off. But I also can't wait to hear what he ends up putting out as his last album as The Weeknd. You know what I mean? So he has to go out on a high note. We're going to see how it goes. I'm looking forward to the album. I'm looking forward to the music, and I wish him none but the best. So that is the weekend's news. We don't have any updates on when a single's coming out or anything yet, but from what I read. But yeah, um, we're going to see what happens, man. The main topic of today, not going to be too long, honestly, but uh, why I did the intro the way I did is because on May 6th, the day after, you know, Chris Brown turned 34, there's a birthday party. Usher threw him a birthday party. And then you woke up the next morning to reports from Jason Lee that Usher was jumped by Chris Brown and his entourage at this birthday party, right? Now, keep in mind, Usher's Lovers and Friends Festival was over the weekend with both of those artists being on the lineup for the weekend. Um... Usher is one of the few people in the industry that has been in Chris Brown's corner. has been a mentor for him and things like that over the last 15, 20 years, well, almost 20, but about 15 years of his career. The report was saying 
something to the effect that he was pissed off at Tiana Taylor. Also, is one of the very few people that has been in his corner during his career. So it's a group of three friends that are very close at this party. This is the report. Not what actually happened, because I'm going to get to that in a minute. Um, apparently, he was upset with her about something, about, I guess, not speaking to him or something to that effect. Something that didn't make a lot of sense. And then Usher stepped in and tried to talk to him. He ignored it, and then Usher followed behind him. Fast forward, long story short, Usher gets jumped, right? The report said Usher had a bloody nose or something. It was He was jacked up, apparently, right? Fast forward a few hours... Lovers and Friends Fest, Usher gets on his story, getting ready to go on stage, not a scratch on him. So, strike one. Strike two. We have video, because TMZ literally just copied and pasted Jason Lee's story, and so did all the other major outlets. Twitter's in an outrage, and I'll get to them later. But, video comes out. We see a video of Chris Brown and Usher talking, normally, in one video, Yes, Chris Brown's yelling, but there's loud ass music. But he's yelling. It's not you don't you can see his body language. He's not angry in one of these videos. In the other video, it's like a screenshot kind of sort of real short GIF length video. And you see Tiana Taylor sitting there. And when they zoomed in and pointed at her, she's not even looking up in the direction of Chris Brown or Usher. So it doesn't look like anything is occurring to where anyone is in danger because she's not looking. You don't see any body language or anything to that effect that would indicate anything going on. Strike two. Strike three came when someone who was at the party recorded Usher singing happy birthday uh, to Chris Brown. Keep in mind, Usher is the one who threw this party for Chris Brown. It was a skate party. It was at a skating rink in Vegas, I believe. I think it was in Vegas because Lovers and Friends Fest was in Vegas. Um, so they said nothing happened at the party. I don't know what the reports are talking about. It had to have happened afterwards, but I didn't see anything and I was there with video of proof evidence that they were at the party in attendance and all that. So I'm like, so Jason Lee got this information from somewhere. If this happened after the party, we don't know because again, there's no video or pictures. Anything that we've seen does not indicate whatever he's talking about happening because if Usher got jumped and it's bleeding and all this shit that we're talking about where he got hurt for real, we seen Usher's face the same day. Nothing is wrong with him. He didn't say anything on social media. Tiana Taylor has said nothing about it. Chris Brown said nothing about it. They've all posted things. Um, I don't know if Tiana has, but Usher and Chris Brown have since posted things from the Lovers and Friends Fest that they both performed at. If I got jumped by a nigga, I don't care who it is or how close I was with them. Ain't going to be no performance by you at my shit that same day. Not happening. On top of the fact that those two are close. And let me say this. If they did argue because Chris Brown was seen in a video arguing with someone at the Lovers and Friends Festival. No fight, because they said, oh, he got in a fight. He didn't. Oh, it was an altercation. It wasn't one. He was yelling at someone. Someone held a Mac, and he was yelling. Um, we're sitting here talking about something we have no proof of. Everyone on the internet, like, oh, he's abusing women, and da-da-da-da. That didn't even occur. We have video of what happened that night. Um, I don't know why we keep having this conversation with Chris Brown every year or every other year when it gets proven that something didn't happen. Everyone saying that they don't give a fuck about Chris Brown, but whenever he comes up in conversation, that same group of people all of a sudden have a book ready to go about someone they shouldn't be caring about. There's a lot of people that I don't give a shit about and don't support in this industry. You never hear their name come out my mouth. I'll give an example. You have not heard me bring up 6 9 in two and a half years. 
he got jumped. I don't even remember when because I didn't give a shit. But he got jumped. I didn't get on. I didn't hop on here talking about it. Didn't care. The only time um, Kodak Black gets brought up is when he's working with someone that I do care about. And I'm like, wow, I didn't expect you to work with them. For example, last year when Kodak Black was on Kendrick Lamar's album. Outside of that, you did not hear me bring up Kodak Black at all last year. Only time I brought him up was when Kodak Black was working with Kendrick Lamar and King Combs. Only two occurrences. Now, fast forward back to y'all. Chris Brown, y'all keep saying, oh, he's 34 years old. You keep making excuses. He did blah, blah, blah. He did blah, blah. You come up with all these lists. If you read things, if you actually read things, not headlines, because if you read the headline from Jason Lee and didn't read nothing else or see anything else, yeah, you believe Chris Brown beat the fuck out of Usher. Stupid, right? But if you look at everything else, you see that didn't happen. I don't know what to tell you. If it comes out that it did, cool. I will come back on this um, platform and say, yeah, I was wrong. But until that happens, we have nothing to run with. I don't know why you guys run with narratives and run with things and just jump on these freight trains of social media paragraphs about how shitty someone is. Y'all been trying to prove Chris Brown was being a shitty person the last four years and have been wrong every single time. You said he raped somebody in Paris. He wasn't even there. Said he raped somebody last year before he dropped his new album. Proved that wrong. Everybody shut the hell up. Now we got this. Jumping someone who has been his big brother. Matter of fact, Usher said in the last couple of weeks he was on Big Boy Show talking about how much he supported Chris Brown and he's like a big brother to him, da da da. And all of a sudden he's jumping him. Also, knowing Chris Brown and being a Chris Brown fan, even when he was actually fucking up and going to jail, when Chris Brown has a problem with somebody, he opens his mouth and runs it. He did it during the Grammys this year and he doesn't even give a fuck about the Grammys for real. So you think that he's going to jump Usher and not say anything? It just doesn't even line up. If all of a sudden he did, cool. Again, I will get on this platform and let y'all know I fucked up. But until that happens, Chris Brown didn't do shit, bro. Nothing occurred. Nothing happened. He didn't beat up Tiana Taylor. He didn't threaten to beat up Tiana Taylor because we don't know that that happened. Like, there's nothing that you guys keep running with these narratives and shit that you keep projecting and creating in your mind or whatever. Wherever you got this information from outside of Jason Lee's article, nothing happened. Because people that were in attendance are telling you. Nothing happened that I seen and I was there. It must have happened afterwards if it happened at all. I wasn't there. I can't tell you. But if a nigga was there, I'm going to believe what they got to say over someone who's not. Who I just went through what happened. Strike one, strike two, strike three. And there's plenty more that I could go through with examples of other stories that have nothing to do with Chris. Just when someone lies about something or you see that something don't line up, it's very simple to take a step back. Take all the names out of it and say, if A did this to B, B would have this going on. Fuck the names. Don't have to be Chris Brown. This could have been Nicki Minaj and Cardi. This could have been me and my cousin. This could have been you and your sister, or you and your brother. It don't matter who it is. If someone gives all these details and none of this shit line up, common sense would tell you that's not what happened. So you got to use common sense, bro. Common sense. Just, just try it. Just once, just once. And again, if y'all hate Chris Brown so much, why the fuck does this matter to you? Because you shouldn't give a shit about Usher either because he's supporting quote unquote abuser. You shouldn't give a shit about Tiana Taylor because she's supporting quote unquote abuser. Anybody at that party that's a celebrity, you should be looking at them sideways based on your assumption of Chris Brown. Just by that logic, that's who that's how you should be feeling. So with that, I digress because I looked at Kendrick Lamar sideways when he did what he did with Kodak. I looked 
at King Combs sideways like, damn, you just didn't give a shit, huh? Like, that didn't apply to you? You didn't care? I was like, damn, I wrote about it. You know how I feel about that. And that's the only time I address it. If it's something that has nothing to do with nobody that I care about, I don't give a shit. You don't hear me talking about it at all. This is why people get famous. This is why there's some random ass person on TikTok that is famous because he dissed uh he dissed Kendrick Lamar and said some shit about Taylor Swift and you got a whole bunch of people just going after him. Stop giving these people attention. They get thousands of followers and then they start making money. This is what y'all do with non-black people in our space all the fucking time. All the time. And you do it with black people that are pieces of shit for real all the fucking time. And it doesn't make any sense. Y'all watch reality TV of people really beating the shit out of each other or perpetuating the idea of beating the shit out of each other because sometimes reality TV is a lie. But we got people on Instagram live beating the shit out of each other and that's all good. We got niggas shooting each other, making songs about smoking they pack and they mama get it coming out and saying, damn, that's, that's wrong. This, is, this hurts our family, blah, blah, blah. But here y'all are, y'all singing the records. But all of a sudden, Chris Brown having a fucking argument with somebody is abuse. I want to I want to really paint that picture for you. You sit here and support or in are entertained by all this shit. But the second that someone has an argument with no proof of nothing else, I'm not talking about anything where he actually did something wrong. I'm talking about this scenario right now. Y'all sitting here jumping the gun. But y'all, I bet y'all watch the next Krishan Rock Live. Don't make no fucking sense. I need y'all to have some sense. I need y'all to use it because I know y'all have it. Y'all just act like you don't. Media literacy is kicking y'all ass and it needs to stop. One day y'all gonna do better. One day. But I don't see it coming anytime soon. I hope it's sooner than I think it is. But yeah, that's that's that topic. Um, To end off, the Warriors lost last night. They're down 3-1. If the season is over, it is what it is. But I'm going to hold out hope as a fan because I've seen them come back from 3-1. I've seen them come back from worse in a, you know, a season that included injuries and shit like that. So we're going to see how game five goes. Game five is in the city. Game six is back in L.A. And game seven would be in the city. So if we make it there, we're going to do it. If not, I'll come back and I'll talk about it. But until then, I will talk to you all later. I love and appreciate all y'all support. Make sure you go follow Culture Conversations. We're going to build the audience on both of these shows. I'm going to put out more content for you guys. I appreciate every single one of my listeners, every single one of my followers, supporters. And as I always say, black people, please, please stay together. Shut the f- up. Shut the f- up. Uh, what can you do? We've been riding in the f- for five hours. What you gonna do? I ain't doing f- I'm gonna ride this car, but I'm gonna tell you a story, though. Let me tell you something. Yo, uh, I rock baguettes with hoodies. It's like extra goody. I couldn't break dance, y'all. Or electric boogie. I was obsessed with cookie. I want the sex a cookie. She said, forget a nookie. Wipe my nose, go get them boogies. I gave cookie nookies. With the girls got known. This my two brim hat. Call me Sherlock Holmes. Whole world got blown. So I tell hoes. Fuck leaves and shell toes. These kangaroos are Velcro. You know, I kept a little $2 in the zipper part right there. Timberland moccasins, dimes in the penny loafers, A-Train, one bus, 
sure I had plenty soldiers Uncle, plenty hostess Doges, soldiers, hostess Not golfer like golf He had plenty golfers Can't get paid, the earth is big You work for this kid Cam don't deserve to live Back then I played for gauchos Went over the riverside Young life, third left We back over the riverside Blood played for Stone Jim That's when I told him and Jim We ain't ballin' for real Where's the stone gems? Where's the chrome rims? That's when you changing lanes Here we changing lane We'll gain a sprain Change the game And not naming names But gain fames like Dana Dane So next for life is The tech kept us righteous Cause yes, expect the crisis When it's connects and prices I had to hustle harder Move up my muscle margin Seen New Jack City Cop me a couple cars And that's word to my father Send a bird to my father Dove love R.I.P. on his early departure I'm just merely an author But I'm purely a baller Every Friday cross the street And I creep with Miss Parker She lips to kiss and clothes All of the reasons that the shit was sent to blow Now you know all of the reasons why we chase the dough She lips to kiss and clothes So we can get with the model the strip with the dick was set to blow Now you know all of the reasons why we chase the dough Now nigga man, let me break it down real simple for y'all uh, Listen, yo and I'm very prestigious You have various leases On my pieces Painted them Cherry and peaches Chicks cherry and peaches They had cherry the heaters Info on the toast Hustled up various reefer Ithaca, Ithaca Hydro, Wyo Haze on delivery Live hold five four But kept the four five For wise guys with eyes low Pick me up from four five CL five five Whoa Playing Grand Theft Auto, they like Diablo. My crew's the triad, Zeke, Santana, Capo. But they some Slimmy Sue, Karaka, Jimmy, Choo Shoe. Next day, Velour Sweatsuit, Construction, Timmy Boo. Don't be no guinea boo, you rock that Fendi, you. You drinking Henny too, cool colors, Winnie Pooh. And they skinny who? They had my favorite rum. Not a six four five four, but made it jump. Shout Shay Shay LaFuck. He keep the K and pump. He ain't never scared, never scared. Raise the trunk. We'll just lay in dumb. Play the punk, spray the chunk. The way they running, I guess they could relate to the dumb. Far as that is. All of the reasons. Chase the dough